0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. So, Arisha, we've talked about this before. We love it Mm -hmm. when celebrities open up about personal things that we're totally clueless about, like their love lives, for instance. But Mm -hmm. I feel like they almost never talk about
1: their siblings, like the siblings that aren't famous. Yeah, because siblings suck. As someone whose brother has not replied to her text in seven days, honestly. Uh Yeah, I wouldn't know. I'm living that only child life, you know? Yeah, lucky you.
0: Yeah. Um, But now Ashton Kutcher is bringing his challenging relationship with his brother Michael into
1: the spotlight.
0: And I got to say, one thing is very clear. These two have definitely been in the trenches together.
1: Oh, yeah. And they just sat down for a very intimate conversation in quite a revealing new interview where both Ashton and his brother opened up and got very real about their darkest and most challenging moments together.
0: Yes, and spoiler alert, I got teary-eyed. <laughs> I was like,
1: <laughs> I was like, I should text Brooke and tell her my top five is changed. I know. More on that later. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziprin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. It's Wednesday, December 7th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Okay, well, obviously, this is making me just want to shop after we record this. I know. And it doesn't take much for me wanting to shop. But if you're looking for a joyful shopping escape, which we all are, then head to Saks.com for inspiring ways to shop for everything on your agenda. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them.
0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, So, most of us know Ashton Kutcher as like the goofy guy, you know, Mm -hmm. from that 70s show Mm -hmm. or being the creator of Punked, which I feel like punked is never like, it's just so culturally relevant. Like last night, I literally said, Am I being punked? Like everyone still (laughs) says that. Were you saying this to yourself or? No, I said it to Ross. (laughs) He asked me to unload the dishwasher and I was like, is someone standing behind me? How dare you?
1: So I was that like, that would I be blunt. your reply to doing household chores. <laughs> this has to be a joke.
0: <laughs> um, so even though Ashton's known for his not so serious roles, except for the butterfly effect, do not come for me.
1: I will mm. always defend that movie. Yeah, he was good in that. He was. That um, movie was hard to watch. I was like, oh, I my know. God. I know. These choices we make. <laughs> um, but he's definitely got a
0: serious side. And I feel like we really got to see that recently when he did an episode of the new Paramount Plus show, The Checkup with Dr. David Agus. And Ashton and his twin brother, Michael, opened up about some really serious stuff and one of
1: the scariest times in their lives. Yeah, this interview was, I was riveted, captivated. I know. Couldn't I know. stop watching, which Same. rarely happens. I easily get distracted in boring <laughs> shit. But so Dr. David Agus is a well renowned medical authority and cancer specialist. And on his new show, he interviews A list celebrities about their personal health issues and crises, which I think is an interesting perspective to kind yeah. of make them seem more normal. Like we all go through these yeah, things, it doesn't sure. matter how much money's in your bank account. Yep. Um, so Ashton is actually a patient of Dr. Agus. And yesterday he appeared on the show with his brother Michael his twin brother, Michael. Mm -hmm. And during the interview, they shared that when they were 13, Michael was diagnosed with myocarditis, which is basically when your heart becomes so enlarged that it fails. Yeah. Which I got to say, sidebar, Dr. Agus is great at explaining science. Oh, is that who's in your top five now? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's not not in my top five. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because the way that he would explain these things, I was like, yes, yes, yes. As a woman of science, yeah, right, I appreciate right. it. Yeah. You know, No, I, I like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's very personable. He is. Um, so when Michael was diagnosed with myocarditis, the doctors said that his heart was four times its normal size. Mm. And they only gave him three to four weeks to live unless he received a new heart, got a heart yeah. transplant. Um, And during the interview, Ashton talked about how he reacted after his brother flatlined in the hospital, which is just terrifying to think about. Mm -hmm.
2: Now I go into like full scale. We got a problem. We got to fix it. What do we do? And I'm thinking to myself, if anyone's a match, I'm a match. So now you start running that cycle through your head. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) this balcony looks... Far enough to take things.
1: Luckily, and truly luckily, like this just seems like one of Mm. the miracle things. And the doctor even said he was like, it's like winning the lottery because Michael got a transplant 24 hours later.
0: Yeah, that does not happen often, to my (laughs) knowledge, but I don't watch Grey's Anatomy.
1: So, well, I do watch Grey's Anatomy and it does not happen often. Yeah. They're like, listen, it's not like we didn't get a heart, but there is a bomb in the basement. (laughs) God,
2: Brooke.
0: <laughs> No, but like this moment in the interview, like when they both got teary eyed mm. and like Ashton went to like pat Michael's leg and they were like holding hands. I was like, yeah. keep your hormones together, Brooke. I, like, it was, I was
1: like, <laughs> oh, no, it's I'm morning. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad my hormones were more in Chuck than they sometimes are <laughs> throughout the month because I managed to keep it together. But any other time of the month and it would have been a puddle. I just know, be like, I can't man. handle this emotion. I know. And like, that's so much
0: to go through, especially as two 13-year-old kids. Like, Yeah. And when you have a twin, I mean, I don't know, but like, Ugh, that's I a really strong bond, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. Well, and like, you know, Ashton was talking about how, um, you know, he was 13. And at the time, it was just like, my brother's, you know, in the hospital, he's sick or whatever. And he didn't really think anything of it until... He had to because his dad was like, we got to go and see him. Like, it's just like, it's so much to have to process. Right. As at any age, but especially when you're not even an adult. Like, yeah. I can't imagine.
0: I know. Especially because like this was not the only health challenge Michael has had to deal with. Like this poor guy. He also has cerebral palsy, which of course has presented its own Mm -hmm. set of challenges, both for Michael personally and for his relationship with Ashton. And apparently Michael wanted to keep the condition private, but Ashton talked about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and told the world basically about his brother's CP on Nightline.
2: So you basically outed your brother on national television. I didn't know I was outing him because I didn't know it was a secret. (laughs) You had no idea that I myself was holding this kind of negativity towards it. I just didn't need that stereotype and that stigma about people with disabilities to affect my life.
0: This, <laughs> this is tough because you could tell, like, Ashton was like, I didn't know. And like, yeah, that's, that's no where idea. communication comes in because yeah. if you don't yeah. know, you don't know. It's like, well, you've had it your whole life. I just thought this yeah. is something we talk about. But I'm glad they were able to talk about it and figure it out.
1: Yeah, it, it seems, seems like they have a very healthy sibling relationship where... yeah now you know they talked about yeah now because they talked about you know there were periods where they didn't really connect or they weren't really talking and yeah it's just it seems amazing that they were able to find their way to each other to communicate yeah. like here's what I'm feeling here's why I'm doing this and yeah. receive that and react mm-hmm. to that in a healthy way like mm-hmm <sighs> He's like, really inching up that top 5. I know. You. That emotional <laughs> maturity is very oh, sexy. God, I miss experiencing that in men. Um, so Michael also revealed to Dr. Agus that Ashton's fame affected their relationship because he was extremely jealous of the attention that Ashton got after becoming, yeah. you know, a household name, which is completely understandable. Oh, I yeah. would t-
0: that's why your brothers won't answer your time. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> She's too successful. I can't. Yeah, yeah. It's also why they don't listen to any of my shows, the jerks. <laughs> um, but Michael did say he was able to move past that. He said, once I took all of the fame and everything out of it, I was able to just, you know, come back to him. Which mm. I think is what I would imagine, you know, if I was best friends with an A-list celebrity, which... And you are. Will be soon. Or uh-huh. right now. Yep. Right now. <laughs> right now. Um. <laughs> You do have to, I think, you do have to take the fame out of it. Like, because, yeah. you know, and at one point in the interview, Michael was like, you know, everyone sees Ashton, but I know him. Like, I... Right. He shared a womb with him. Like, he knows it, yeah. Ashton more than anybody. Well, more than most people. I'm sure his wife knows him really well. But yeah, I just feel like that's really important to, like, not let the fame and the frou-frou cloud yeah. the relationship that you have with people that are, to you, just normal people.
0: Yeah. I also thought it was really big of Michael to admit that he was jealous of it. Because yeah, I feel like yeah. a lot of people aren't that open. They're like, oh, I'm no. not jealous. It's just of whatever. He's not. an asshole. But like, yeah. I'm they just gonna were both so him. open about how fame affected them. And I, I yeah. really appreciated it. A lot of candor in this.
1: Yeah. Um. I also really loved how Ashton shared that Michael called him out for pitying him because of the cerebral mm-hmm. palsy. Ashton said that Michael told him, this is the only life I've ever known. So stop feeling sorry for the only thing I have. Yeah. Which I, so I used to be um, an aide for a girl with CP Mm. very long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I would like go to school with her and it was a special needs school. And this like quote just really resonated with me because I think it's so easy to see people with disabilities and immediately start having these like feeling pity or feeling sorry for them. Yeah, And it's like, this is this is their life. Like, right. Stop. Yeah. It's what they know. It's all they know. Yeah. Celebrate them as they are for what they have, mm-hmm. just as you would want to be celebrated for what you have, not what you don't have. Like, it's just. Yeah. It was just a really interesting perspective. And I thought it was very eloquent. Yeah, um, for sure. And Ashton said, you know, I think he felt similarly because he shared that Michael telling him that helped him shift his mindset. Mm-hmm. And brought them to a place of being, as he calls it, straight up equals, which I love. Yeah.
0: yeah. Again, this is what good communication can do. It
1: God. Can get who you knew? To this place.
0: I know. Who right.
1: Knew? Who would have thought? Who knew? Just harboring jealousy and not saying anything and just <laughs> living in resentment didn't work.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Um. So Ashton has also actually had his own health scares, and he's been talking about those a lot. Last August. He was in an episode of Running Wild with Bear Grylls, The Challenge, and Mm -hmm. he opened up about his struggle with an autoimmune disease called vasculitis. And during his interview with Dr. Agus, he talked about the challenges of living with that diagnosis.
2: I woke up one day and was having vision issues, could hardly see, knocked out my hearing, which threw off my equilibrium, my balance, and I couldn't walk. I had vasculitis. There's a standard you become accustomed to in your life, like being able to see clearly, and then suddenly you can't see. You want to reclaim the health that you once had.
1: I don't know how I missed this. I completely missed that Ashton had this health scare. I know. I have just started recently hearing about it. I think it must have been because it happened towards the... Right before the world lost its mind, because it was like towards the end of twenty nineteen. So it's yeah. like, and then yeah. you
0: know, COVID A lot was going on,
1: right? Um, and also it was his health stuff. So maybe he just wasn't sharing it. But
0: well, his brother did an interview about it on Nightline. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> God, see, that's the kind of sibling I would be. I'd be like Nightline, you gotta book me because I've got some revenge to exact on my idiot brother. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So when talking about. Um, his vasculitis, Ashton called it a life-threatening experience and said it was terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, But since his diagnosis in 2019, he has made a lot of progress with his vision and his hearing. And during the interview, Dr. Agus pointed out how amazing of a support system Ashton's wife, Mila Kunis, who, (laughs) honestly, she could be on my top five. I think she's just so wonderful. She's Mm -hmm. fluent in so many languages. Yeah, And just listening to her speak in another language is like, oh. my God. Yeah.
0: No, I like her a lot. It's so weird for me to think that she's Meg Griffin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's just not uh, her. She's a chameleon of an actor. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, But she was, you know, very supportive of Ashton during these hard oh. times. Um, Dr. Agus said to see her curled up there by Ashton's side, it was a beautiful thing to watch. And <laughs> Ashton agreed, saying she's the best. I really do love their relationship, too. I know. They seem... They seem so solid. They do. I gotta say, like, Ashton, just watching this, (laughs) at one point I was like, Arisha, who do you think you are? Because I was like, God, he's really just grown up. Like, we've seen him really evolve as a person, as an actor. Like, he's just, (sighs) our baby's all grown up.
0: He is. No more Von Dutch trucker hats, you know?
1: No. No. Um, no. Miss those, though. But no,
0: I had the same thought as you, because for, like, the last couple of years, I've kind of been like, eh, Ashton Kutcher's whatever to Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. you know? like. Mm -hmm. And watching this, I'm like, do I love Ashton Kutcher?
1: (laughs) I do love (laughs) him. I do love him. I'm in love with Ashton Kutcher. I just said it. I said the four (laughs) words, four letters, four-letter word, I love him. Okay. Okay. I never throw those words around. You know this.
0: Yeah, never. Um, (laughs) So we've been talking a lot about celebrities opening up about health stuff. You know, We talked about Christina Applegate's MS Mm -hmm. diagnosis, Selena Gomez and her struggles with lupus. Um, But now— you know, Dr. Agus has this whole show dedicated to celebrities talking about their health issues and also dedicated to my worst
1: fears. Oh my do God. Do you need a show for right? me to be more worried? Wake up without being able to see or hear? Yeah. God, I can't. <laughs> I cannot imagine. I know. So, do you
0: think this is a sign that there's kind of a movement happening to destigmatize health issues?
1: God, I hope so. Me too. I mean, if nothing else, it's just a reminder that you have no idea what other people are going through. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, you know, I have I have friends, all kinds of friends that I have health issues that, you know, we talk about because we're close friends and you share that with your close friends. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's slowly becoming, I feel like, less stigmatized, but not enough destigmatized. Like, right. We talk about mental health all the time. Like, that's just something I think just about everybody struggles with to a certain degree. And Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, not even 20 years ago it's like oh you're acting crazy go away like don't talk about it and it's just (laughs) it's nice to have it out in the open because everybody is struggling with something like nobody has perfect health whether it's like mind stuff your arm's broken you've got an autoimmune disease we're all struggling with something and it's just nice to know we're not alone Mm -hmm. and to talk about it like not make it this like taboo thing right yeah i'll tell anyone who will listen about my struggles (laughs) I know. I mean, people tend to stop listening because they are like, shut up, Arisha. We've heard this a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Unsubscribe. Um,
0: but I, I, you're right. Like, this, that's kind of the underlying theme of this show is like, we don't know what other people are going through. Mm-mm.
1: So Mm-mm. don't be a
0: dick. Yeah. Yeah. That's the tagline of this show. It is. Yep. From Wondery, I'm Brooke
1: Sifrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.